0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. Today, we are visiting with our friends from the City of Brainerd. On the line with us today, Connie Hillman, who is the Finance Director for the City of Brainerd, and Tony Saylor, the Brainerd Park and Rec Director. Folks, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Ken.
0: Yeah. Uh, Connie, we'll start with you. Here we go. Primary election tomorrow, and yet another election, of course, the main one coming up in November. But let's talk about the primary for tomorrow. What do our listeners need to know?
1: So tomorrow is August 11th, and it is the primary election in the state of Minnesota. Um, The primary election is a little bit different than um, what we experience in November. For example, with the primary, voters are only allowed to vote for candidates of a single political party. So in Minnesota we actually have four different um, recognized political parties. We have the ones that we're used to, the Democratic Farmer Labor, the Republican Party, the Legal Marijuana Now Party, and the Grassroot Legalized Cannabis Party. So with the primary you can only vote for candidates of one one of those political parties. So you can't cross party lines. So you either vote all DFL, all Republican all legal marijuana now party or the grassroots legalized cannabis party. Okay, you can't cross those boundaries. Okay, um, so that is something very important for voters to know before going to the polls. Also, due to COVID, um, the city combined its precinct from down from eight down to four for the 2020 elections. Oh, okay, so the city is kind of broken down into four wards, basically four sections of the city. And before, we had two polling locations in each one of those sections. For 2020, we only have one. So, for example, Ward 1, which is generally the southwest portion of the city, just speaking in general terms, they will all be voting at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Previously, some voters voted at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Others voted at Trinity Lutheran Church. For 2020 elections, all Ward 1 will be at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
2: Okay. okay.
1: So we have a similar in each location. Ward 2, all voters, which is generally the northwest portion of the city, all voters will be at the Essentia Health Sports Center.
0: Okay.
1: Rather than the Senior Center, so everybody will be at the Essentia Health Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Ward 3, which is generally the northeast portion of the city, will be voting at the Northeast Fire Station. Um, Previously, we had been voting at the Bethlehem Lutheran Church. Mm -hmm. Everybody now will be at the Northeast Fire Station. And Ward 4 will be all voting at the St. Andrew's Catholic Church rather than the um, Carefree Living Facility. Everybody will be at St. Andrew's Catholic Church.
2: And we understand, too, that they'll have uh, safety protocols in place at each of these polling places, correct?
1: Yes, we will. The mask will be available for all um, voters if they so choose. If they forget their mask at home, we will have masks there. Um, There's also other voting um, procedures in place if people refuse to wear a mask uh, or do not want to wear a mask, I should say. Um, We also will have hand sanitizer at the entrance and at the exit. When you enter the polling locations, you will receive your pen that you'll use throughout the whole voting process and will deposit in a box before you leave so that they can be disinfected. Um, and we will have polling locations and the locations set up to accommodate social distancing.
2: Did I understand that there would be, quote-unquote, curbside voting as well? Is that, uh, is that an option?
1: It is an option. You can always have um, two judges can assist your voting from your vehicle if you mm. so choose.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. And yes. back at the masks, are they then required to come indoors? Is that basically the gist?
1: They are strongly recommended.
2: Okay. Gotcha. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And if you have any questions on where you would vote tomorrow, um, there's a website at the State of Minnesota, or the Secretary um, of State's website, excuse me, where you just type in your address, and it'll show exactly where you need to go and vote. Or you can always call City Hall at 828-2307, and we can also assist you with where you need to vote, since this is a change for 2020.
2: And what about the historic courthouse? That's going to be open as well, right?
1: Correct. I do believe so.
2: Okay. And 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. is when polls are are open? Correct. you are ready to go vote tomorrow.
1: And you can, if you need to register, um, you can register to vote on Election Day. You need to have a proof of your residence. There are many ways that you can um, provide the proof or to prove your residence. Um, the most common is a driver's license and a utility bill, but there are other ways, and so you can call the county or city hall and we can provide, tell you what uh, documentation you need to um, be able to register to vote as well.
0: Sounds good. Okay. Uh, we've been hearing about a bit of a shortage for election judges. Is the city doing fine in that department, Connie?
1: Um, we have just enough election judges to uh, cover the primary, mm-hmm. however, we would like to have more judges for the uh, general election coming up in November. so if you are interested in all it, at helping us to perform the civic duty and to serve as an election judge, please contact city hall and we will get you trained prior to the uh, primary or the general election in November. Yeah.
0: And we might add uh, that is a paid position, is it not?
1: It is. It is. You get $10 an hour, and we also um, provide some meals during the day for you because it ends up being a long day. Mm -hmm. Our hope was to have, by combining the polling locations, we would have more judges and we would be able to split shifts so it won't be such a long day. Um, But we were not able to do that, so we do need more people to serve.
0: Yeah. It is very important. Uh, This is all part of our... Uh, democratic process that we cherish so much. So we need folks to step forward, and I hope uh, a few will. I hope so as well. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Is there anything else we need to know about the, uh, well, the primary election or anything else before the general election?
1: No, the biggest thing is just making people aware that we've combined the precincts and that you may need to change where you go and vote tomorrow. So.
0: Very good. All right. Uh, Thanks, Connie. Yeah, Connie, thank you very much. Tony, uh, we continue to hear uh, about Memorial Park and the remodeling plans, and do I understand there's been some changes there, too?
3: Um, yeah, we have made a slight change. Um, the For those that don't know, um, we're basically uh, having to uh, leave Mill Avenue Park, and so we need to build a new warming house and uh, hockey rinks and things like that over at Memorial Park. Um, what the park board decided... Uh, is the initial plan was to get the warming house and hockey rinks and lights up uh, this fall yet to use for this winter. And the park board got to thinking about it a little bit and said, you know, we're really pushing this thing as far as getting bids um, out and then a hard deadline to get the buildings uh, and hockey rinks constructed uh, by December. And we thought that, well, maybe that might end up costing us more because if it's in a big hurry the bids might come back higher.
2: Mm -hmm. Right.
3: What the park board decided to do is that uh, they're going to delay it a little bit, and uh, we're going to send bids out in January and then start construction in the spring. And then that way we have basically all summer to get the project done rather than trying to uh, cram it in there as fast as we can. So we'll have one more winter over at uh, Mill Avenue Park and our lease um, goes through March 1st of 2021. So, so we're sitting good. It's just that's going to be a, a slight delay in the project.
0: Okay. All right. Look forward to it though. To yeah, and we may have a couple of listeners that aren't familiar, but uh you're planning a major uh, if you will, remodel of uh the park over there where the softball fields, little league fields uh are are currently, right? Memorial park?
3: Um yeah, it'll be uh behind the softball fields and um kind of across the parking lot from Mills Field, the stadium. And so it'll be sitting where the Bronco baseball field used to be okay and um, the main uh, thrust of the the project is the the warming house and the uh, hockey rinks and then there's some uh, uh, plans that we're going to cement the hockey rinks and inside the include a splash pad and that's a big may um and then um we're looking at some potential trails as well like there might be a trail that goes around the entire park that would be like an asphalt trail so people could walk that Mm -hmm. or potentially in the winter cross-country ski on it things like that so um it's a big project a lot of it depends on uh how much things cost and how much we can actually do Gotcha,
0: okay,,
2: <sighs> and the waiting yeah. continues <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah um so the plans uh, are they available on the city website at all?
3: um at this point, they are not because there's still just a little bit of uh juggling that park board is doing on it, okay, and uh they'll be uh up uh once we get things uh um in concrete, so to speak,
0: <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, so the plans are in flux um we had the folks on from the splash pad uh that are desperately trying to raise that money uh so like you say that is that the crux right now is just raising the funds needed to put that in
3: um that's a big part of it yeah mm-hmm. um and the thing with the splash pad, it could cost a hundred and fifty it could cost five hundred thousand um it all depends on how big you make it yeah um. Mm-hmm and how many uh, uh, apparatus, uh, spray-type things are in it. You know, so it the the cost of it can fluctuate quite a bit depending on the size of the whole thing and uh, what's all involved in it. But um, I I hope that uh, people are uh, still thinking about donating towards that, and that would be a a real great asset to that whole uh, new project we have over there.
2: Do you have information, Tony, on how we could uh, make that donation?
3: Um. Well, you can go to the Brainerd Parks Direct uh, Facebook page. Mm-hmm. There's information on there. Okay. And, um, otherwise, you might just want to Google uh, Brainer Splash Pad, and that would get you to the site where donations can be made.
2: Wonderful. I'm guessing a lot of folks want that, want to see that come to fruition, and yeah. want to help. So.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, and and for those that are, again have maybe have not had a chance to hear about some of the uh, plans for that remodel. Uh, how many uh, are softball fields will be there yet? Uh, you mentioned m- where that Little League baseball park is. That's where the warming house and the rinks are going. And Is that uh, ballpark there going away from that location?
3: Um, yeah, we will no longer have the youth baseball field over there. Um, we will still have the three adult softball fields. And plans for down the road is to add a fourth softball field because wow. basically we're losing um, a softball field that was over at Mill
2: Avenue park. okay
0: yeah all right so um are are you doing any remodeling at any of the other existing parks then?
3: Um, no, not really. Uh, we're uh, really been uh, with uh, no programs or no youth programs this summer. Um, our maintenance crews have uh, uh, been out there and had a lot more time to uh, really attack the parks mm-hmm. and uh, try to get them uh, uh, looking really good as best we can. Um, there's uh, a number of uh, dead trees that we we got to get knocked down. We're kind of waiting on the street department to uh, assist us on that because we need like the front end loader and things like that. Uh, oh yeah, some of the trees are pretty massive. And uh, so we want to clean that up. We want to get the parks looking uh, really as nice as they possibly can. And our maintenance crew has been doing a heck of a job uh, really uh, keeping busy on things.
2: Sure, using using this time wisely. That's good. <laughs> and, of course, yeah. we want to invite people and encourage people to visit our, our area parks.
3: Oh, we've got some beautiful parks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... Uh, uh, they're they're really being used heavily this summer as far as just the, the general population. Um, I was over at lump Park on Saturday and Sunday, and on both days um, it was packed uh, there was cars all over the place and people out fishing and uh, people are using our tennis courts over at gregory and uh, so um, our campground has been incredibly busy this summer because wow. uh, people uh, you know, they because of the COVID, they've kind of got to stay close to home a little bit, and and uh, our camping is one way to uh, um, still get out and enjoy uh, the summer.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonderful! Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, how about the new pavilion, at Gregory? Has that seen any use, or has that had to be curtailed because of COVID?
3: Well, we've had a control uh, um, slow down on our uh, use of our pavilions because it can only be uh, groups of twenty five or less.
2: Ah, okay.
3: So some people have been uh, reserving them, but a lot of people, they want to have larger gatherings. And we just, uh, because of the regulations, uh, the executive orders that are out there, we just flat out can't do that. We can't allow it at this point in time. Mm -hmm. So groups of 25 or less can still reserve the pavilions.
0: Okay. And uh, anything else we should know uh, from the Park and Rec Department, Tony?
3: Well, we do have a park survey uh, that we're doing. Mm. And um, you can go to our uh, Brainerd Parks and Rec Facebook page or the city website. And uh, the survey is open. um, It was open from August 1st, and it'll be through August 31st. And basically, we're looking at input from the public on what do you like about our parks? Where do you think we can get improvements in our parks? Um, asking questions about our youth programming, our adult programming, you know, what's working for you, what, what would you like to see, what's not working, you know. And so we'd like to get the public input. And uh, just so we can, uh, again, make our park system uh, the best it possibly can be and to meet the needs that the, the, the general public wants.
2: Yeah, that's cool. And that, again, is through your Facebook page?
3: That's correct, yeah. Okay.
0: And through the month of August, okay. Yeah. And Very then good.
3: I think there's one other topic that you may want to hear about. Okay. Um, I have um, notified the park board that I will be retiring. Ah. And uh, my my last day will be uh, December 18th.
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, congratulations, mm-hmm. Tony. Yeah, Tony, yeah. congrats. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. So, good for uh, you.
3: It's gonna be the end of the line for me, but
2: uh <laughs> and the beginning of a new line. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be- Kinda of looking forward to it. you Good. have big plans for after retirement, Tony?
3: Um I think I'm just gonna do like Jared Allen did and jump on a horse and ride into the sunset.
0: Well you do that. <laughs> Love it. And here's the thing, you can walk through any park in the city of Brainerd and know that you won't be thinking about, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's Change. It's going to take me a while to kind of quit thinking about work, I guess. But, um, you know, I got my first paycheck when I was 15 years old, and uh, I think I've put in enough years.
0: Okay, yes. Well, well, good for you. Yes. And thanks It'll for be sharing be that. Greatly,
1: missed. Yes. Be greatly so, missed. Yeah. Greatly missed.
0: No mm-hmm. doubt.
3: I'm hoping my hair grows
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't... Well,
2: can. <laughs> yeah. a,
0: maybe check some of that miracle Grow in the uh, utility shed there at the park. All right. Tony, thank you so much for uh, sharing that with us, and we wish you the best of luck on your retirement. Uh, and... and
2: hopefully we'll talk to you again before you uh, yeah. step aside.
3: Well, hopefully, yeah. Yeah.
1: have yeah. right.
3: got about four months to go here, but... Uh... You know, a lot of great memories. Uh, I've worked with a lot of great people. I I, I especially enjoy working with the kids and stuff. Uh, Of course. It's just uh, there's been a lot of laughs, and uh, it's going to be a lot of great memories that I can carry with me uh, into retirement.
0: Very good. Fantastic. Very good. All right. Connie, thank you, too, for joining us today. Uh, uh, We appreciate it, and we hope to talk to both of you very soon. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you both. Thank you, guys.
0: All right. Our guests today, Connie Hillman, she is the finance director for the City of Brainerd, and Tony Saylor the Brainerd Park and Rec Director. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.
2: Don't forget, you can always pick it up through our free downloadable app, too, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact.